oh, dude, I couldn't handle my own consequences of my actions. Mm -hmm. And so I was just lying willy-nilly to get out of it just to make other people feel less awkward or less worried about something, even though all that lying made me more awkward and more worried. And, yep. and it goes a little yeah. something like, Mom, I need some advice right quick. Don't come out here asking me about doing advice. Because I still think punching a bitch in the face is the right answer. Hey, welcome back to Almost Cool, everybody. It's your boy, the hostess with the mostess, Jordan Hooter over here, and the hostess with the more most. I don't know. That, I didn't know where that was going, and you just got to commit to the bad bit every once in a while. But there's Marty right over there, bud. Mr. Charmin Ultra, today? less is more over here. <laughs> less is more. How you doing, man? Oh, man. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Doing pretty swell. I was going through, like, my bi-weekly funk, and I'm out of it, so that's oh, good. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so that's pretty my nice. Bi- bi-weekly uh, funk. <laughs> like, it's on a schedule. Like, he's like, oh, Tuesday, it's going to be. No, it really is. It really is. I was talking to my friend Zach at work yesterday. I was just like, you know, I was talking to Martin and he's like, yeah, I usually get in, like, a, a funk for about a week or two, you know, every, like, once a year. I was like, god damn, that sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so nice. <laughs> See, the, the juxtaposition of that is I'm fine for a while, but people around me aren't, and it frustrates me. Yep. So it's just, like, it's, it's a give and take, you know? <laughs> that secondhand funk, boy. It's- <laughs> Exactly. Like, put out that goddamn funk cigarette. I don't want to. I don't need heart cancer. Man, oh man. mental health cancer, cancer is what I meant to say. But. Dude. Oh no, no. I woke up. So yesterday, I ended up taking a nap at like eleven thirty. I woke up at six because mm-hmm. my dog is just on the early schedule now. Apparently, um, eat that worm. And so. Yeah, for real uh took him for a walk you know did the, all the little goosey love things and then uh allison left for work in the morning i kind of hung around played a little little video game for 20 minutes and i said i'm over it and then i said you know i'm tired man i need a nap so i took the nap and i instantly had like uh, a nightmare or a daymare, I guess, in this case. But I had like <laughs> bad dreams about working and how. <laughs> so, my go to um, bad server dream is that everyone has them when you work in the restaurant mm-hmm. industry. Like, everybody has these dreams, but everyone's is a little different. Yes. So, mine is all my coworkers are there. But they're just standing, like, in the corner or something. And I am getting every single table that comes in. So, like, in my dream, they're like, yeah, Jordan, we uh, we just sat you down uh, 12, 12 tops at the exact same time. And, uh, yeah, they're impatient and angry, and they're ready to eat. <laughs> and I can never, like, something always gets in the way of me from being able to even take a drink order. It's like, what do you want, water? Oh, God, the kitchen's on fire. One second. Yep. And, uh... And they just keep seating more people. And so I end up having like a thousand people I need to take care of. And everyone else is just fucking kicking back and joking. Um, 
so yeah, I ended up waking up from that nightmare, and it was one of those nap wake ups where you're like, oh God, where am I? Like, who are my parents? Yeah. <laughs> and like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what day it is. Don't know what year it is. Don't even know if I'm awake or yep. <laughs> or what. Because recently, dude, not to get into a dream tangent, but recently, like, I've been having dreams where I realize I'm awake and then my brain tries to trick me into thinking I'm awake mm-hmm. for real and I just go back to sleep. But, like, the other night, for example, like, I woke up in my dream, no lie, like, eight times. And I'd look over, and there's Allison, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I must be up. Let me go back to sleep. And then she turns around, and it's Goose's head yes. on her body or some <laughs> wacky shit. And like, I'm like, oh, oh God. Shit. And then I wake up again in my dream. Yeah. And when I finally woke up, I was just like, ugh, slapping myself, like pinching myself. Which I'm look like, at your hands. real life, you know, like, yeah, that's how I woke up yesterday, and I was groggy until fucking 8 o'clock at night. Wow. <laughs> and then I came alive. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. That's, it is, like, you had, like, an, your own inception, like, train of dreams, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were, the final kick, like, woke you up, you know? <laughs> Bro, it's wild shit, man. I'd say the most hippy-dippy thing that I do in my life is I try my best to, like, lucid dream mm-hmm. as much as I can. And uh, honestly, like, I've gotten kind of good at it. Like, every, like, it doesn't happen every night or every week for that matter. But, like, more and more often as I've been trying to do it, you know, it happens. And I'm just like, cool. But my brain doesn't like I that. Was just and my brain wants. Thinking that. Like, <laughs> my brain's like, no, you, no, you are not in control right now. Yeah. Like, this is my time. Like, I show you what I want to show you. And, uh, yeah, it's just been really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having some wacky-ass dreams lately, I have man. read that if you lucid dream for a while, like, it could, it like really does mess up your psyche. And that, that's a study, so it's not, like, proven or anything. But, you know, yeah. the more I think about it, like, dreams are supposed to be out of your control. And to me, like, sometimes mm-hmm. dreams feel like another reality. Like, you know, maybe we're, like, living a different timeline or, you know, you get a yeah glimpse into another dimension somewhere or something and you're trying to control that part and they're like whoa 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 you're an observer here and it's like and almost (laughs) like when you lucid dream in that other dimension you're the ghost you know like you're the you move things you like things start happening and people in that world go whoa what the fuck is happening like what's going on and you're the guy like that's kind of where my mind goes i'm like ah kind of like makes sense when you think about it God, those other dimensions are way more interesting than my life. <laughs> way cooler, way cooler. Dude, I have, I'm not even lying, man. My dreams are fucking insane sometimes. Like, I don't know how, it, I don't know. Dude, I talked to Allison. I'm like, oh, you have any cool dreams? She's like, no, I was in traffic. You know, just like <laughs> mundane, just kind of like. <laughs> that SpongeBob, like, like, like cut scenes where that guy's just in the same frame, but he's like in the car and then the office. <laughs> and then yeah, it's just, are you coming to bed, dear? <laughs> it's like when when SpongeBob is like hopping from dream to dream and he jumps into Patrick's dream and it's just him riding like <laughs> the right mechanical seahorse. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of quarters. <laughs> You're like, wow, this is so deep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's how it goes. And I'm just like, dude, I don't... I've been, like, noticing... I don't know why we're... 
we're really hitting this home. Um, but I've been noticing like my dreams have like the same settings pretty much, but different shit happens, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm either in a restaurant or, and it's usually a combination of all the restaurants I've worked at. Like (laughs) it's one giant megaplex (laughs) of, (laughs) of like all the places I've worked or, um, I'm on this street in Lexington, um, and I have a weird apartment there. And it's weird. Mm. I don't know. I never lived there. I don't know what's in that building. Or, like, um, more recently, it's been... I've been in a compound, like, and it's got this big, like, hexagonal center room and then little offshoots, like, in either direction. And, like... Oh, know, you're it's on, fucking weird. You're on the show Love is Blind in your dreams. <laughs> dude... Is that what Love is Blind? Isn't that where they is go that, in those like little pods and stuff and like talk to each other? I've never watched that it's, show before. It's not, I, I mean, know. it's not. You know, it's not. I'm not I'm recommending <laughs> it. I'm just saying it's like that. <laughs> it's really weird, man. I know for a fact, it, whenever I'm dreaming, and this is like the biggest trigger I have whenever I can lucid dream, is that whenever I'm in a certain room in that compound, it's like, it's like a tailgating room. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like the hill at Keeneland, yeah. but in a room. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's It's weird. That's... Like, my bed is in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's like, there's grass, but we're still inside. I don't know. It's weird. But I know whenever I'm in there, I'm like, oh, shit, I know where this place yeah. is. I'm like, I'm dreaming right now. And then I get sucked into a time warp and then I end up in some other part. Some... And I have to realize again that I'm dreaming. <laughs> Man, that's really that's weird. That's insane. Really weird. Well, if you guys, thank you guys for uh, listening to the podcast. We've actually had some really good upswings and some engagement, and we love you for it. We will uh, do our best to respond to everybody. Um, but we just, I just want to plug for uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at creation underscore of Martin. You can follow that man over there at Jordan Hooter underscore. You can follow the podcast at almost cool pod. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, um, write into the email at almost cool pod at gmail.com. And if you just want to say hey, or you just have a concern or a topic or juicy topic you want to send us our way, yeah, just must be juicy. Have, yeah, yeah, it must be juicy. That's like the that's the the criteria for our emailing. Um, but yeah, uh, share with a friend if you can. Uh, rate and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening on. And uh, we, yeah, we just so much appreciate it. We've gotten so much uh, engagement these like last couple of weeks. I'm really excited about it. Because um, the more we expand this community, the more people thinking about mental health, the more conversations we can have, the more structured we can get. And open our minds too, because I'm tired of getting to a ter- certain topic and being like, yo, Hooter. What the fuck are what am I supposed to say in this? <laughs> I don't know. Let me think of like everything I can in thirty seconds. <laughs> I too am very tired of that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure you're tired of me forgetting what like halfway through my story. I'm like, what am I talking about? <laughs> God, it happens all the time, dude. It sucks. <laughs> become a staple it's become a staple i like it i like it's it. part of my personality i can't change it <laughs> but hell yeah man all right yeah what did you uh what did you uh want to talk about today what we or what are we talking about today i should say so uh we are going to take it back to an earlier episode we're going to kind of revamp the conversation Uh, Try our best to kind of stay away from what we talked about then, but we are discussing Lion once again. Trifling ass. 
trifling ass liars out here, dude. Man. Oh, making their bed and lying in it. Boy, <laughs> shit. <laughs> dude, I, I have so many thoughts of, about lying because there was a point in my life that I was. I wouldn't say pathological liar, but definitely a liar that tried to, like, lie about things to make other people think I'm cool. For sure. Oh, like, yeah. hands down. I don't know why I did it. And I also have, like, experiences of other people lying to me and me catching. <laughs> but in high school, I, dude, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I told you this a while ago, but I remember in high school, like, just let me paint this picture for you. I'm, like, 5'5", five, five, 110 pounds soaking wet, long blonde hair, play the, plays the piano. And I was over there telling people I'm playing rugby and, like, kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling girls, like, oh, yeah, I play rugby. Like, yeah, I played football. Like, yeah, I'm just a rough guy. (laughs) And I just want to know, that has to be one of those lies that, like, I told several people. And then when I leave the room, they go, fucking no way. Like, no way. (laughs) What is he, the the ball? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I just I just thought it was so funny, man. That's but those kind of lies, like that's what I was known for. I don't, I I know I even today I'm not gonna say I definitely don't lie for my own gain. The only time I feel like I don't even know if it's lying, but exaggerating the truth for a good story, you know, maybe that's probably mm-hmm. my form of lying now. And but back then it just used to be total bullshit like nothing was true about what i was saying i just wanted people to think i was really cool so i would just tell them like random shit (laughs) i don't know dude dude the perception of being a liar though that's also a weird one um so when we first met so i don't know what it was like i went through some crazy shit like my the summer before i went to college Mm -hmm. like a number of outrageous things that sound completely made up. And whenever I would tell my friends and shit or the people I was just meeting when I moved to Kentucky, they're like, there's no fucking way that happened, man. I was like, no, it really <laughs> happened. Like it's can't confirm. Like it sounds like some of that shit that's like, it's so off the wall that, you know, it ha- kind of has to be true because there's no way someone makes up these circumstances. Yep. Like I'm not going to tell those stories because yeah, my parents are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can sell the rights to Netflix, too. They could make a total show out oh, of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would make a whole show out honestly, of this. <laughs> honestly, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I... <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> oh, script, let, me, <laughs> let me get them on the horn. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> but no, like I remember having to call like the people involved... And them having to back me up. Yep. yep. I was there. I was and it would have to be that. like, <laughs> you were one of the people I had to like, <laughs> I had to prove to that, that yeah, dude, this shit happened, man. I'm like, I'm not making this shit up. Uh, but I had to do it in a way where it was like, I wasn't setting them up. And he's like, hey, remember that one time when I was, uh, you know, riding a jackhammer like a pogo stick and I did like 18 backflips in a row? Like, it wasn't, I didn't tell the full story yeah. for them just to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, did, you that. did that. No, I had to have them give a condensed version of the story. <laughs> just to verify. Without asking for, just to be like, hey, tell the story of what happened this summer. And people were like, 
oh shit <laughs> like it's everyone's like around the phone like oh shit this actually did happen dude this, this guy's fucking crazy yeah, dude. should we be friends with him like <laughs> it's wild shit man dude no i can confirm you wild had a cre- you had some crazy stories and, and like i will say for that split second i was like i just met this guy like he's probably just trying to be you know part of the circle i don't know i don't even cool know if i actually doing. thought that i was just like but you know you got it and then you're just like oh shit that actually i need to start hanging out with this guy like <laughs> i want to be doing some crazy shit too man <laughs> but uh but yeah there there was there's a point this is the kind of the twist of an old classic that i was kind of thinking of um and this has nothing to do with like my current relationship but i remember um like back back when I was uh, dating in college, um, my girlfriend at the time, I, I did I I never lied to her, never like put myself in a position where I was going to be caught in the middle of a lie because that's another thing. If I told mm-hmm. a lie, I have such a bad short term, long term memory thing with that that I will eventually yeah. just tell the story how it actually happened, and then someone will be like. Oh, well, like three months ago, you said that, that this happened. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you're right. I lied about that. Like (laughs) I got caught so many times of that scenario because I just forgot the lie that I had told. And then I would tell what actually happened. And someone's like, that's you were lying. (laughs) So I couldn't do it anymore. I got caught too many times. So I was like, that's not the only reason I don't lie. But that's (laughs) a big reason was like, all right, I'm tired of being because I'm bad. I'm tired. I'm bad at it. And I'm tired of being embarrassed. By my own doing, so I'm just gonna stop. Yeah. And uh, but there was a, it's kind of funny because there's a form of lying, and I do think it is a little bit of lying, but you know, it's on that, it's in that gray area of not telling enough information instead of all of the information, mm. you know, withholding the truth, withholding oh, yeah. it, or like just saying enough to get by. You know, mm-hmm. like you're not lying, but you're just like you're withholding some information. And I used to do that all the time. And there's no blaming. I'm not like saying it's right or wrong on the other. But I just on one side, I felt that everything I did and said was going to make this person upset no matter what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't tell them, oh, I have homework tonight and I'm going to be studying all night. And they'd be mad at that. Or like, oh, my gosh, I got uh, an A on my paper, like, or, they, <laughs> or whatever the bullshit was. I just felt like everything I told them, some bad reaction was going to happen. And I'm not saying every right. time, but there was a, it was a trend. You know what I mean? So then in my head, I wanted this relationship to work. So I made sure to just start, I just started releasing information that wasn't going to hopefully stir up things. And mm-hmm. I would just like, you know, they, I, you know, before, like, a, an example would be, oh, I'm going out with the boys tonight. And then, you know, to follow up, they were like, oh, like, where are you going? Like, what you doing? And I would just say everything. Oh, this is what I'm doing if you want to link up or whatever the case may be. And then that always led to some fight of, like, you don't care about me or want to hang out with me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just invited you to all this stuff. And, uh, yep. And then, so that happened enough times to where I was like, I can't tell her anything. Like, if I tell her anything, it's going to end an argument. And I was yep. so naive of like, I don't have to deal with that. I was like, oh, I have to make sure I, you know, manipulate the situation t- to where it ends up working out in my favor as well. And that's like a terrible, it just drove me to think about myself in a way I never really have before. Um, 
because yep. I started like telling her the half truth, like, all right, I'm going out with my homies and then be like, yeah, we'll be, and then we'll be back. And that's it. Like that's, that usually, that was just the end of the conversation. Like just tried to not. Right. And I, you know, I started thinking to myself, I was like, that's a terrible like way of having, you should be able to tell whatever you're doing, be completely honest, up forward with what's going on. And they should react in what I hope is in all good favor. Like, all right, that sounds really great. I'm glad you're hanging out with your friends. Sounds great. You invited me, so I feel included. Like, I, I don't know. I just tried to, like, the way I logically think about the situation, I was like, I'm in the right. But I'm also, I can't, like, speak for someone else's perspective. So yeah. I tried to humor that situation of making sure and comforting in those times when, honestly, it wasn't appropriate. Like, you were... I started to manipulate the situation so that person wouldn't be upset, but the whole time that person was manipulating my feelings on just doing normal things. So it's not, right. you know, it wasn't like, on, like, it's no blaming. We're both in the wrong here. There's like, there was definitely some miscommunication going on. And I started, I just like, and it even got to the point where I would just do things and start doing things and go out and just not even let that person know. Like, I would just be like, right. you know, if they ended up hitting me up when I was out, I would just be like, oh, I'm just hanging out. Like, what's going on? Like, never allude to what I was actually doing and yeah. just, like, kind of being like, oh, yeah, I'll be free later, you know? And it's like, that is – I don't – I just was a terrible – it kind of got to me and I was like, I'm not lying, but I feel so guilty about it because it kind of is lying, yeah. right? Like, that's like a little bit of a – I'm not – I'm just saving face so you don't get upset. But the reason I don't want you upset is because it affects me and it like changes my feelings about it. And that's a selfish thing. Yep. So I'm and I do understand like I, I don't know. I was just it's this back and forth of why am I it made me almost Dude, it's would. it scared me. Like I was like, I'm scared to tell this person how I'm feeling, what I'm doing, because it always just ends in a backlash. And that Yep. <laughs> I would do the same thing, honestly, not even that long ago. Um, so I've been wanting to quit uh, nicotine for the longest time. Amen. And I remember telling Allison that, yeah, like I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to try my best to quit again. And I did. I gave it like literally four or five days, six days, like, <laughs> and then I broke. And that was just like, I couldn't fucking read. I couldn't, like, I was irritable. And then. I was like, you know what? Uh, and I texted her. I remember telling her that day, it's like, hey, I broke down. I wouldn't got, you know, like a vape or something. Mm -hmm. um, but then from that point on, I was so ashamed of myself that I was like, <laughs> even though I told her I broke and I was, and I started back up again, I hid it from her because I was like, I told, last time we talked about this, I told her I was quitting mm -hmm. and I feel really bad about it. So, um, I remember whenever I need to go get another vape or something, I would be, hey, I'm going to go to the store really quick. And I would do those half truths where I would tell you, I, like, this is what I'm doing, but I'm not telling you any specifics. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you any. It's like, she's like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm heading to the store. I need to pick up a few things. And she's like, oh, uh, all right, cool. And then I'd go to the gas station and get, like, a bag of chips and a vape. <laughs> come home. She's like, I thought you were going grocery shopping. I was like, no. Like, the store. And then I would, like, yeah. And then, 
you know, like she'd catch me in it every once in a while. I'd be like, ah, yeah, you know, I'm still doing this. And then I just, ref- and it like kind of, irri- it really irritated her, not kind of, but it made her feel bad that I was hiding it from her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's right. And then I was just like, yeah, you know, I failed. So I started just <laughs> accepting my failure. <laughs> just well, that's good. No, that's <laughs> that's good. You, you had the arc. You had like, all right, I'm going to start giving vague, and then you reach the guilt point, and you're like, okay, I can't do that anymore. That's good. That's a good... Oh, it was so bad. It's not saying it's easy, but that's... It's so bad. <laughs> mm. It's tough, man. It is tough. It was tough. And it's, it's like, that's the form of lying, I think, that's most prevalent in my life, because I even do that with family members and stuff, too. Uh, you know, not... Like, oh, like that my mom calls me and she's like, how was your week? And I'm like, eh, it was all right. It's good. Like, you know, it's time. It's, you know, and I think that's a normal thing to like, just kind of belittle the week I had. Like if I had a rough yeah. week, you just belittle it. You don't want to like ruin the conversation or bring it down. Um, but also like, she's my mom. She understands me probably better than I understand myself. So when I'm saying, oh, it's fine mm-hmm. she, in her head, she knows like this this boy ain't fine. Like, what's going on? Just like, you know, you don't have to like, I, my mom's, my mom is very good about being like, I'm not your therapist, but you can tell me anything, you know, like we can talk mm-hmm. about it. She's very wholesome like that. And, but I'm like, I'm even scared because living in a different state than my parents and like pretty far away, I don't want yep. them to think anything bad is happening because then they're going to be concerned that they can't do anything because they're so far away. And so, yep. I lie a little bit. When I say lie, I just mean withhold information so they don't feel a certain way. And I don't, I mean, that's, that's the gray area is like, I know everyone, I shouldn't say everyone does it, but like, I think a majority of people feel this way and do this. Uh, and it's like a subconscious yep. act. I think you're not, I'm not, I wasn't taught to do this. I just was, it's just like instinctual that I do that. And I, and it does make me feel guilty, but at the same time, it's, it really helps preserve myself because when i do that if my mom is upset and i can tell that she's like it it concerned her like it you know i'm also affected like i i go oh shit my mom is feeling bad like now it makes me feel weird and you know i want to preserve like that good feeling i have in that moment or whatever maybe that's a little selfish so um you know i justify it by going oh it's selfless because i'm it's my problem and i'm not releasing it to other people Yep. But I'm also yep. like people care about me and people love me and they want to hear about those things so they can also help and do what I do for other people, you know? And I'm not yep. I never I'm not opening that door to that vulnerability to I mean I I am for like very specific people in very specific situations, but just how open I used to be and just like gung ho about telling information to the people I care about most. It's I'm kind of just reared that back and I'm like reeling that fishing line just a little bit. And it's, it's not good or bad. I just, it's one of those things I've noticed and I need to maybe kind of put myself in checks and balances before, you know, you know, just be like, Hey, that's probably something you can say. And if they want to help you and they want to be there for you and like, I have a pride issue of asking for help because I think I can do things mostly myself. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm good. And then, and, but as soon as I tell somebody that I really care about something that I'm going through, they always, like, make me feel better. Like, that's the problem I have, too, is, like, if I go to you, if I go to my roommates, my parents, like, the 99% of the time, you guys are going to say something that helps me and calms me down and, like, just, like, grounds me. But then I'm just like... 
yeah. taking the liberty of like, no, I'm going to withhold that and I'm just going to let it float for a while. And then I'll, and then that's, and then I end up forgetting about it and then it resurfaces and that's not good at all. But it's not good, it's at, not all. good at all. But I, yeah, that's the kind of lying that I think I, I, that's most prevalent in my life right now because I'm over the bullshit lying. I used to have a friend that would text me, uh, this was years ago. And I remember they were, they, they texted me and said, Hey, I'm locked out of my house. Uh, can you come pick me up and like hang out for a little while? I was like, oh, I'm actually like my parents are in town. I'm actually I can't, sorry. Um, but like, let me know if you're yeah. still locked out uh, later because I'll come by and swing you after. I don't want you like staying outside all night. And like 15 or you know, and like she was 10 minutes later, she was like, oh, like I, you know, like uh, I was like, oh, you know, like what's your boyfriend doing? Like, can he let you in? Can he come hang out for a little while? I was just trying to like offer up other suggestions yeah. and stuff and. They were like, oh, like, my boyfriend is out, and, you know, he's traveling. He's not around. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, I'll reach out to some people and try to help. Ten minutes later, I am at dinner, and I look on Snap Maps, and I see her boyfriend's location is, like, you know, 300 yards from me downtown. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, maybe, like, he's traveling, and it just didn't update. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, actively thinking about this, but then, like, 15 minutes later after I saw that, I saw a Snapchat of that girl in her house, and so I gave the benefit of the doubt. I was like, oh, maybe she found a way into the window. Maybe she found a way into the door or something. And then right after that, she posted something on her story of her and her boyfriend just chilling in the living room. And I'm like, what? Like, like in my head, I was like, did she just – she just lied about everything. Like, what? What? (laughs) Like, you were locked out. I feel like that was a lie. Then you said your boyfriend was out of town not (laughs) right and i was like what was like the goal of all of this if you just wanted to hang out with me and it was you know this was a platonic thing it's nothing like that and if you just like if you wanted to spend time with me you could have just been like hey what you doing like get over here like let's hang out (laughs) you didn't like this person went through this what i felt like was in a whole ruse this elaborate lie to just like not be home for some reason and then ended up just caving and telling her boyfriend to come over and i'm I was like, why did you, what I, and I don't even know if that's the real story, but that's my perspective. And that's what I felt like through that. So I was like, you just lied right. about all it. Like, what was the point of that? Now I'm just angry at you. Cause I feel like you just lied for no reason. And that is like the biggest frustration. I, and I did it too. I told people I played rugby, dude. I know what lying for the purpose of nonsense is. <laughs> I used to have a very, 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 uh, active imagination and as a kid i would just i'd come home from school and my mom would be like how was school and i was like oh like i went fishing and i caught this shark and then i shot him in the head and then brought him in the boat and but and i was just like you know five years old my mom's like the hell are you doing at school (laughs) hell yeah kid hell yeah i guess i guess i went on a deep sea trip this this today (laughs) but uh that's the field trip and i think you know that as a young age that kind of like you know, I still have an active imagination. I like to exaggerate stories for humor. It's, I do that, I know. But um, that's not to – that's just to make people laugh, though. I don't think – that's like a yeah. – th- that's the only reason I want to. It's like maybe I'll change the story a little bit because I think this is funnier than what actually happened. And it's not – it's like right. it's nothing that affects anybody. Nothing is just like <laughs> – like if you found a wallet on the street – and you oh, and you like picked it up and you were like, oh my god, there's no money in this. This is worth waste of time. But then you go later and go, oh yeah, I found a wallet on the street. I had like two hundred dollars in it. How cool is that? Like, 
See how much better of a story that is? <laughs> or when you exaggerate, not you, but like when you exaggerate the details that are like, you think are a little too minute. It's like, hey, like you find a wallet in the street and there's $60 in it, but you round up to 100 just to make it a little bit better. It's just like, no, man, like you still found 60 bucks. Come on now. That's 60 McChickens in the window right now, dude. Well, like I would say like 54, you know, attacks. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know my McChickens, man. Don't do that. <laughs> I know my McChickens. No, but oh, I, yeah. I remember, I remember getting caught in a lie um, that was really, really awkward. Um, so living in Lexington, I think it was like sophomore year of college, um, I was going through some financial rough times, and uh, my roommate... He was like, hey, like, you need to pay rent. I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, I'm, I picked up a shift tonight, mm-hmm. actually, so I'm going to be heading over there shortly. And I said that solely to get out of that conversation. Yep. And I did not have work that night. I went over to Sam's house, or we'll bleep that out in a second. But, uh, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I went over to my girlfriend's house, and she's like, hey, like, we need to talk, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm worried about you. Let's go to dinner. And so I was like, all right, cool, let's go to dinner. And we go to this restaurant, and I'm having this terrible conversation with my girlfriend. Oh, man. Like, nothing bad. You know, she's not, like, breaking up with me or anything. Like, it was uh, it was a out-of-love conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, ro- I'm worried about you. Like, things seem to be going, you know, kind of off the rails. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, things are going off the rails. Like, trying my best to get out of that conversation, mm-hmm. too. But I can't go to anybody else's house. <laughs> like, yeah, you're I got right. mozzarella sticks coming to the table. Like, fuck. Uh, and then uh, we split the check. And uh, I remember walking out. And who do I see but my roommate that I lied to saying that I went to work. <laughs> Ouch. He's on, like, a double date with somebody. He's like oh, I thought you were at work. And I said, oh, man, I got cut. And then I just walked out. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> oh, my God, Martin. It was like one of the darkest periods of my life, and I am getting it. It's, you know, it was all my own fault. It was my own fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I accept that now. I realize that now. But, like, just unable. <laughs> I like to uh, quote top gun where yes <laughs> my ego's cash and checks at my or my ego's writing checks that my body can't cash man and like i am just oh dude i couldn't handle my own consequences of my actions mm-hmm. and so i was just lying willy-nilly to get out of it just to make other people feel less awkward or less worried about something, even though all that lying made me more awkward and more worried. And yep. oh, dude, it was, oh, yeah, it was bad. It definitely it, oh, it messes so with my psyche when I start because, like, I never thought I lied at a militia, and and when I mean I, I never lied to get something for myself that I wanted from somebody else. Like I never like manipulated someone's feelings or the way I presented to get something from somebody. It was always a preservation thing. And I think people pleasing and you just like this story you just said really kicks in where I had such people pleasing attitudes to where when someone was upset with me, I'd give them the information they needed. Sometimes it was a lie just to like get them to move on and not feel bad about it. 
and I didn't care how I felt. Like maybe I feel guilty. Maybe I feel, but I was like all of those emotions that came with it. I was like, I'm, I put myself in this boat. I can handle it. I can handle it. I'm fine. Yep. In reality, I wasn't. It just kind of built and built and built and built. And, but yeah, I, I totally like, I lied for the preservation of other people's feelings. And I was scared to tell people my true feelings. And that, this is all like within cahoots of my relationship at the time and who I was friends with. Really, I needed to do that to be a part of these communities and like friendships that I was in. And I got to that per- certain point where I was, you know, if finally naive, was to be naive kind of I felt like left my body and was like really all right I need to analyze this I'm in a position where I'm lying for other people's sake like I'm I'm just like people please I'm just like making you feel better and I don't give a shit about myself and then when I got older there was a point where I was like okay I'm just gonna tell this person what I'm doing I told them what I'm doing they got upset and then I I hit that switch of like I don't care I don't care that you're upset anymore. And that sounds heartless. Like it's, but at that point, I've been lying and withholding information, trying to make other people feel good and preserve their perception of me, which is a little selfish. Like when you do that, you're saving your face for so other people don't feel negative towards you. And that's a selfish thing. And that's kind of what that's definitely what I was doing. Um, But I reached a point where I was like, I don't have the energy anymore to enable these feelings anymore and care about how other people feel and it sounds heartless but there was i mean i was like if i tell you everything that i'm doing and it makes you upset every time there was a switch in my go that's a you problem not a me problem like that that's where it switched where i go oh if you're upset that's your reaction that's your you know that's the way you're internalizing it and processing that information that's nothing to do with me if you're upset that's a you issue you go handle that And I got so, I I did, I got mad about the situation because I felt like I couldn't be myself. I couldn't tell them information I wanted to. And that like half truth thing, I was hiding a bunch of stuff. Like smoking weed was a big thing in college that I was doing. And I, every time that I, I was doing it every day (laughs) in college. But then, you know, like that person had no idea it was. Like I would text them and be like going to class and then like, you know. All my friends were like, dude, you're going to class high all the time. Like, whatever. And it was no big deal. But to that person, that would have been yeah. the biggest fight. And I was like, that's a me thing. Like, why yep. are you so worried about me? Uh, I I don't know. I've, I think I've been a part of codependent relationships my whole life. And I think that's mm-hmm. the root of why I felt that way is because in a relationship, I have felt – and it, like it's going to sound a little heartless, but if I'm in love – and I and I feel like this person is great, but I'm still Martin. Like I'm still my own person. I'm having my own life. I can detach enough to where I know what still matters in my life, whether or not I'm in a relationship or not. And the things yep. that I I started to not care about those things, like going to see my family as much, uh, hanging out with certain friends, like doing things that because of that, the way that other person was going to feel about it. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If my actions of me just doing things that make me happy are making you upset, we're different people. We need to move on. And that's way harder to say and do because I was the whole time I'm trying to make this relationship work. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I have to do all these things to make it work. And I'm like, you're just prolonging. And like, 
it's easy when I think back on it, but at the time I was just like prolonging the inevitable. Like we were going to have more fights. We were going to have more disagreements after that. And I remember going home for Thanksgiving and uh, telling them like my plans and they were upset about that. And then that's like, I mean, you talk about a light switch, like you're upset that I'm going to go see my mama like for Thanksgiving. (laughs) You can fuck off. Like you can, (laughs) you can be upset about that all you want. (laughs) You're not wrong, man. I remember leaving one relationship. Um, this is the same fucking person that I was talking about earlier. Um, but I, I remember like knowing that the that a relationship was over on my end, mm-hmm. right? And like you said, I was just prolonging it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is gonna, yeah, it's gonna end. I just don't know when, or I just don't have the guts to fess up to yep. it. Um. And one big reason why is because they wanted me to move to their hometown. And I was like, in my brain, I was like, there is no way that I want to live here. There's Mm -hmm. no way. It feels like I'm giving up so much of what I want to do and where I want to be to make one person happy. And they don't seem to want to compromise on that. Um or at least anymore, because it was like this at the very beginning of these talks, it was like, oh, yeah, maybe we can live here for a couple of years while I got, you know, get finished with school and do this mm-hmm. and do that. I'd be like, you know what? I can for the greater good of this relationship, because I do love you and I want you to be happy. You know, it's like, yeah, I can sacrifice two years. Who knows? Like, I'm I'm open. Maybe I will love it. Who knows? But like um, that two years ended up being like ended up gradually bumping up longer and longer of plans Mm -hmm. like to a point where it was like you know maybe five years i was like five years man like that's that's a growth that's setting roots down that's like starting a family that's doing all this like what am i supposed to do with five years Mm -hmm. you know what what the fuck can i do Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and uh i remember even when that conversation happened i was like yeah this isn't going to work it's not going to happen because i started reevaluating everything else and um i remember going to to visit her and i went on apartment tours with her whoa and i was like oh yeah like this would be great yeah like this is really nice over here i really like it you know there are like little gems of that of the place that i like but you know you can find little spots that you want but do i really want (laughs) to very much commit to like two places in a city that i don't really care for with people that i don't really like and with Mm. a culture that i'm not the biggest fan Mm -hmm. of no i don't want to do that shit no like uh and it's like i'm sacrificing everything that matters to me to solely to make you happy Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) after like another two months i went home and i was just like finally i it was weird because I had no intention of coming clean with my lies and not even like what we, with my half truths. Yeah, no, you know what? Let me own it. It was lies. It was I was lying and it just happened. And then that relationship ended that night, like after one weird conversation. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling so free and happy. It was a really weird situation. Like I. I am in that camp that you can still love people without being in love with them. Absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
most of my past relationships, you know, I still hold love for them. I still love them as people. Obviously, I was with them for a reason. Mm-hmm. There are attributes about them that I think are amazing. Exactly. Uh, but, like, you know, people change down the road. You never know who you're going to be in five years. And I was just different than who I thought I would be. And so was she in my eyes. So it was like, <laughs> I remember feeling so good after that i went through like the first like three days of like oh my god what a shock to the system like this is over yep. with like i can't believe like my lies came out man <laughs> like whole i whole influx <laughs> like, of emotions and all this stuff yeah no it really yeah. was i remember crying i remember calling paul about it i remember calling my friend rob i remember calling you about it and like uh it was just such a shock to the system and then three days later i was fine yep i was like all right cool like i'm ready to move on mm-hmm. apparently like I, I stopped lying to myself too, thinking that this was going to be such a such a monumental distress to my well being. Yes. That even though I knew that I wanted out, I wanted out. Yes. You know, and I'm lying to myself to make me feel bad, so I feel like a better person for completely crushing this girl. <laughs> like, yes. And and but that wasn't right, and I was like, I I can't make myself feel bad for this solely to like by happenstance what if she calls one of my friends to see how i reacted to it obviously i don't want my friends to be like oh yeah he's jumping for joy over there he's fucking excited (laughs) he threw a party dude (laughs) he had streamers and i wasn't (laughs) (laughs) we had fourth of july twice this year man (laughs) how'd you know it was in july uh no like it was like, it was like, it was so weird. It was, I, I just, I, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel bad, you know, thinking that she's going to keep tabs on me and see if I'm feeling bad. And for me to feel bad would make her feel better about it and cushion the blow. You know, that's just bad for everyone involved because then that would just prolong these, these nonsensical talks that, you know, even though I don't want to be together, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you still do. And uh, I'm just kind of ta- like dragging you along with me. No, that's yeah. horrible. That's terrible. Don't do that. Yeah. That's awful. If you want out of something, you know, try your best, muster up the courage and get the fuck Amen. out. You know, don't. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> don't leave room for for <laughs> for misconstrued, hopeful thoughts, yeah. you know, for the other party. If you're done i you know i'm not saying like yeah never talk to me again no this is over but i am saying that at least for a while you know you gotta let wounds kind of heal but ah man i and after again after a few days i was like wow i feel so much better and i feel so much i was so happy i was just like not happy that it ended but happy that i was happy no absolutely Um, absolutely you did you did you said something really I mean, just you hit the nail on the head, and I know I say that every time, but you just speak so much truth sometimes about, you know, lying to yourself to help this other person uh, feel better. And that that really rings yeah. true because when I was in that relationship, I saw a future with this person. We talked about that future. So I knowing yep. that, that we had that conversation and we were that in-depth in our relationship, I when think, when we hit a speed bump, to me, they were speed bumps. Like, all right, well, you get over it eventually, and then it's flat ground again. You're fine. Um, yep. But every time that speed bump, the, the, spe- the next one would get a little closer, 
and you know then you're just like riding on speed bumps the entire time and the yeah exactly just like uh just the up and down of just like we're i don't feel like we're ever good and i lied to myself because we had those conversations like no 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 like she's not a bad and and when i say bad person i like she what like like you said i have love i just wasn't in love and Mm -hmm. i think i understand the difference and really came to conclusions with that because all of these things that I'm talking about, I, like you said, I have no malice. I I was – I do love that person, and I do have much respect. And I was in that relationship for two years. And like you said, there's reasons why I stayed that long. It was good, yeah. and I did love that person. Um, but I was, like, prolonging that thing uh, just for the benefit of, like, her sake and then lying to myself that it wasn't as bad, which never, yep. like – it swung me down to where I never had the courage to end it because I was telling myself, no, it's not as bad as it seems. It's probably just a little bump on the road. And I'm like looking ahead on that road and I'm seeing 10 more speed bumps. And I'm like, no, I've got the good suspension. I can get through it. Like I just lied to myself the whole time. And the thing with lying is, especially when you do it to yourself, it is so easy to, to to notice a lie and see how it affects others when you're lying to someone else. I think because there's yep. something in your heart and your body, at least for me, when I lie to somebody, my skin gets hot or like I like get anxiety and I'm like that. Per- I just lied to somebody. I'm like I, I'm doing something that this person doesn't deserve and I get like this weird feeling. Yep. But if I lie to myself, maybe my ego is like taking a, a little bit of a an uplift on that moment because I tell something to myself and then my ego will be like, hey, man, I think that's that might be true, you know, and then I convince myself that that's not a lie anymore. And then I have that thought so many yep. times that it's not a lie anymore. And you like you say it to yourself so many times that you believe it and now it's not a lie anymore. And that's why I that relationship went on for as long as it did, because there was like a huge period of it of me telling myself I'm happy, I'm I'm okay. We're going to work this out. We're fine. Yep. And I believed it to the point where it never gave me the courage to, to like end it finally. And then like you were saying, I ended it three days later. I was like, I didn't know the sun was shining this bright. Like I didn't realize you could have a breath of fresh air. Holy shit. This is, and like, you know, over exaggerating. I like, I was like, I was free. I had that feeling of like, Oh my God. Like I I almost felt foolish to myself because, you know, the whole time I'm telling myself, it's fine. And then you, I finally ended it, or we finally ended it. And then I was 10 times happier than I ever had been. And it shocked my system for how happy I was being. Like, I was like, why am I feeling so good? Like, this isn't the way I thought I was feeling good for so long. And then you realize that those lines that you tell to yourself are, are more significant than lying. I mean, not lying to others but they're so significant because you talking to yourself you don't have the accountability of someone being like that's a lie or that's wrong or you know you're talking to yourself yep. these are your experiences in your own head and you're like oh shit i if i tell myself something nine times out of ten i'm gonna go yeah that's pretty right like that's right that's good because <laughs> there's no other accommodations or accountability to hold me to the standard you know a, di- a different standard so right i uh, I think lying to yourself is like – I mean you. everyone does it all day, every day, I think, to an extent. Um, I lie to myself, but for good reasons. Sometimes when I'm waking up in a funk, 
I'll trick myself. I'll get in the shower. I'll wash my face and be like, no, no, today's a good day, man. Like, smile. Like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then I, like, I know it's a lie, and I'm just trying to cheer myself up, but it works. And I, I, I have, like, a, I've seen a couple of things recently um, that about joking and the way people's humor works. And mm-hmm. people's, it said, like, when you were, people who joke around with self-deprecating thoughts like they they put themselves down for the sake of the humor i do that a lot too um oh yeah but to the extent where that's not my comedy if that makes like it's part of it and it's like here and there but it's not my comedy and i like read something recently that was you know there there's also that friend that jokes about how hot they are or like you know i'm so fucking hot like you know and it's funny because you know they don't (laughs) actually like have that type of ego and you're like i get it you um yeah but the more you joke about those the more you start to kind your body tricks you into believing those things even though you're joking about it and you start like if you're joking about how hot you are and like oh you're joking all the time you'll you'll get more confident like you'll eventually be like oh shit like i actually am kind of hot like and feel really good about yourself and then the same and the other if you start self-deprecating you're gonna like look at yourself like shit i am a piece of shit or like i am ugly or i'm i'm not as good as i think i am and I, I really think that rings yep. true because no one else convinced you of that. No one else had a part in that. No one else influenced that decision. That was all you and in your own mind. And I was like just slowly pavloving yourself <laughs> just to <laughs> And it's like when I when I take a step back and I go, if someone else treated me this way, would I be their friend? Like that's nope. a real good question. Like whenever you're starting to treat yourself a certain way, try to remove that entity of that inner monologue in your voice and think of it as like a different person like don't think of it as you think of it as like mm-hmm. this voice inside my head would i be friends with them in a normal situation and and most of the time like i'm beating myself up i'm hard on myself i get passionate about how bad i'm doing sometimes and i tear myself yep. down and i when i if i was if think about that as another person i'm like damn that person's a bully they're like really putting me down all the time. They're, like you're throwing punches. Like I'm not. I don't want to be friends with you. And that really clicks in. Of like, man, I live with this person that I'm talking about. I have to coincide with it. So might as well like start changing this relationship I have with it, so I can be stop lying to myself, so I can be actually who I think I am. You know, and I yeah, I think. Um, we had that episode of you talking about uh, do we actually know who we truly are? And I think there's a lot, like a huge part of that is I do believe I, be- I know who I am, but then there's certain times and reactions and situations that I react to that go against my character of who I think I am. And then that voice in my head goes, damn, you're a piece of shit. You're really-. And that's who I end up thinking yep. I am. And that's not... Like, to a certain extent, it holds myself accountable. I don't want to not, not feel bad about doing bad things. That's good. Yeah. But to the extremes that it's doing it, it makes me feel like I'm a shitty person. And people like you and people like my family, they they tell me all the time that, you know, oh, you know, you're a sweetheart. You're like, you know, you, you're a good person. You really try to help people. You care about it. And so when the those ideas counter themselves – it's like who am, who should I listen to? Like, I think I trust myself That's the most, a... but I also trust these people that 
view me from a third party perspective. That see it. Yeah, that yeah. see it. Because they're not lying. Yeah. They're not going to lie. Like, if I'm doing something bad, they're going to be like, dude, you, you're acting like a fool. You need to stop. You know? And I, yeah. And then, like, they're the ones I probably should trust more because they're observing things that I don't even know that they are. And they could probably click, you know, uh, click into those things that I'm doing a little bit easier. Because, you know, it's like any situation. If someone comes to you with relationship problems, it's so easy to look at their relationship and say, this is wrong. This is good. This is, you know. But then when yeah. you're in it and you're sitting in it and you're talking to yourself and with that other person, those things that seem bad don't, you know, you get lost. And it's like. It's a. It's a, oh man, that's a really good point. That's a really good point because I think one, you get context and that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it does have its advantages to, to have like a third party on the outside looking in type of perspective. Oh yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, they don't know the full story Mm -hmm. of everything. Right. And sometimes you yourself are too close to a situation to, to really grasp what's going on and you're just we've talked about this in other episodes where we justify everything that we do uh for the ego for the like for the building up of that perception of who we Mm -hmm. are and i think oh god i'm pulling a you i'm losing my train um i think that (laughs) (laughs) full circle you didn't weep oh lord (laughs) it's it's weird when you're lying to yourself or let me take it back. Let me take it back to a point that you made a couple minutes ago of you think you're a good person and you pretty much have a, a really solid idea of who you are. And again, not talking about yeah, you. Yeah, I get it. Honestly, I'll be talking about me or just imaginary entity <laughs> here. You have such a, you live your life, you know the decisions that you make, and for the most part, you know how you make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, you know, congruent and planned out decision making, it's okay. Even if you're faced with a hypothetical, you can kind of assume how you would handle that situation. Yes. Right? Like, you talk to some hot-headed motherfuckers, and it's like, yo, yeah, if somebody came up to me and told me I was fucking ugly, I'd kick their ass right there. <laughs> and some people who... You know, there's like, you know, honestly, like, I don't think I'm ugly and I just move on. Like some like you can kind of figure out how you would react to a situation. Absolutely. Those lapses in judgment, because, again, we think in such absolutes. And if one thing goes against how our self-perception, we will lie to ourselves in a to justify those actions to fit our own personal narrative of our own self vision Mm -hmm. or b um lie to ourselves and question everything we know about ourselves and good people do bad things bad people do good things you know it's just how the world works there is no (laughs) yep there's no black we live in the gray (laughs) area there's no black and white (laughs) we live in the gray area everything's yin yang boy Mm -hmm. but like it's it's so easy to fall into the trap of I have to lie to myself to feel better about a decision that I made, or I have to lie to myself to give myself a false sense of growth, right? Yes. If if I'm if I make a bad decision, 
I have, you know, sometimes I will lie it to myself and say, you know what, this is just you opening up yourself to who you really are. Mm-hmm. Like this is you trying to open doors. Always question yourself. That's always a good thing. You know, you never want to think you know everything about everything. Absolutely. Um, you are wrong about a lot of things, including yourself sometimes. And but to to make a bad decision a <laughs> like a yeah i did this on purpose so i can see how i would react to it type of deal that's pretty yeah. fucked up <laughs> you know, it's like, that's pretty it's pretty fucked that's up. Pretty <laughs> i set myself up for failure yeah. to see how i would handle it and you know what i did it pretty good and it's like no you just made a boneheaded decision yep. and you know like everyone has those everyone makes mistakes everybody has those days it's like everybody's Hannah Montana dude I don't I don't know I don't know lying yeah no that oh it's so terrible uh, let me tell you let me tell you a story that happened the other day and this is this is a lie to myself that I tell myself all the time I tell myself that I would stand up for for myself if someone is rude to me I will not will be a walk mat. I will not let someone just tear me down. I'll stand up for myself. Yep. <laughs> I'm not lying. I tell myself this all the time. And in my head, I want you, I fantasize about fighting a lot. And not, 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 not in a situation where I'm walking around like, I could beat that guy up. I could beat that guy up. But for like a fun scenario for me <laughs> is to go, oh, like, what if someone was to like push my girlfriend and then, like, or, like, touch her butt or something. Like, I would fucking go ham. Like, I would swing. I'd jump off the top ropes in my head. I'm thinking about it. So I don't know why. But I'm like, I would be Spider-Man. I'd be whipping some ass. The other day, <laughs> literally yesterday, this guy, I'm standing on the sidewalk, and I'm about to cross the street, and there's, like, a road closure. And that on the side of the sidewalk I'm on is blocked off, and it, there's no sidewalk. So you have to cross the street to walk down the street. And this guy comes up behind me, and he's like, hey, yo, fucking move. And I didn't know he was talking to me at first. <laughs> and I, I, just, I had my headphones, and I was just sitting, like, waiting for the light to change. And he's, like, trying to – he, like, squeezes past me, and he's like, yo, fucking move, dude. Like, fucking get out of the way. And I, like, I mean, yelled. And I, everyone on the side was like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> and I – I'm not making this up. I like. I'm like, oh shit! Like he walks by, and as he's walking away, he looks back, and he's like, Phew. and I'm like, have a nice day, man. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the whole time in my head, I'm like, I'll beat a motherfucker up for saying something like that, and then it happens. I'm just like, disrespect yeah, me, I fucking disrespect dare you. me, I fucking dare you. I got my coffee. I'm in here. I'm in from. I'm fucking Philly, dude. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I was in the wrong. Absolutely. You go for it, man. Have a great day. Hope you smile more. (laughs) Stay safe out there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) And that's what I mean is like that. And that's a funny situation. It's like, of course, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. And but in those situations, I've lied to myself. So I was like, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of that guy. Like, I'm gonna don't do that. That I believe that. And then the situation happens. And I'm like, have a good day, sir. (laughs) Granted, I think I reacted the most appropriate way. You don't humor people like that. You just go, yeah. oh, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it really didn't even throw me off. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh shit, sorry, dude. Like, <laughs> I wasn't mad. I was just some other hothead will get. Yeah, it. <laughs> and it was well. It's the thing of like, 
like when you live in Philly, you just kind of have to like almost expect it like a little bit. Like people, people yeah. are just that way. Like a little, like you just have to go, all right, well, like that's normal Tuesday, whatever. Like <laughs> it's home. Like that's, it doesn't bother me. That's just how it goes. <laughs> like I know it's not personal. I know I just was like an entity that upset him in the thing that, yep. you know, the other thing that upset him even more, you know, like I'm just like the extra domino that had fallen, you know, I don't give a shit. Like I'm not, I'm not a part of the the big picture in his idea <laughs> just say <laughs> but i this also this guy you know i'm not a judgmental person i don't care about appearance but this guy i will say was like he was smaller than me he was which is saying something because like i'm five nine and like 130 pounds like i'm, I'm not beating up anybody no matter how much i think about it <laughs> i know myself uh you can take my seven-year-old nephew you got it <laughs> I'll take him down, dude. <laughs> that pavement showed him no mercy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, I just, it's so funny. I just, I think about that situation all the time of how much I've lied to myself about who I am and then certain like things in my true character shows. And then it helps me reevaluate who I actually am and separate those ideas that I have of who I am versus mm-hmm. like the crucial like fact to fact things that i know about myself and it's hard to distinguish those sometimes um but i but like there's still that like this is the thing about lying to yourself i've said that to myself and i had those thoughts so many times that there is still in the back of my head going yeah that's right that's true that's true (laughs) and i'm like i know it's not and that's how powerful lying to yourself is is like i know it's It's a lie i've been in certain situations that have prevailed me being like, eh, have a nice day. But I still think your brain is literally, <laughs> your brain is literally just like, yeah, we'll let this guy go. We don't want to ruin his day. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm preserving it for him. I want him to have a good day. I'm preserving it. I want him to have, a I don't good want, day. Yeah, I don't want to ruin yeah. his day. I don't want to make him out. You know, <laughs> I'm so nice. I'm sure he can't afford these hospital bills. Exactly. <laughs> Like, who's got health insurance anymore? Like, I don't want to do that to somebody. <laughs> that's how that's how powerful oh, lying God. to yourself can be. And that's a funny situation. It's, uh, that could that spans across everything, you know? Like <laughs> That's too good. Oh Lord. <laughs> that's like people who serial cheat on their partners. I think there's something yeah. in their mind that tells them that what they're doing is not wrong and that's the help of their friends maybe if they or friends don't react in a negative way when they tell them that thing like i know people are influenced but ultimately that's your decision and in your own your own head you're making that decision for yourself there's something in you that you know it's bad like but but for some reason you have lied to yourself that the consequences aren't gonna be as bad and you're not gonna like have to battle yep. this thing the way you you know, th- you know that that it's actually going to happen, and you just continue to do the things because you're just continually like lying. Oh, it's not that bad. Like, is it really that bad? Like, just justifying it, man. Justif- just justifying yeah. it. It's like, yeah, I'm practicing to rock her world later. You know, it's like weird shit. <laughs> I'm, pra- I'm practicing to rock her world later. <laughs> oh my god, baby, I'm just putting in the practice hours, man. <laughs> Getting these reps. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be better for you. Don't you understand? <laughs> Don't you understand? This is for this you. This is for you. 
at you? Oh my gosh. I do it because I love you. <laughs> Just gaslight the fuck out of the situation. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done, dude. Let's try to get my technique down. <laughs> I'm reinventing the stinking leg. <laughs> Try to work my way up to a five pump jump. This is for you, baby. This is for you, baby. Oh gosh, that's that is. Uh, oh <laughs> God, man! <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. That's that's fucking funny. <laughs> oh man, I love that. That's a. Uh, that's it. Oh, yeah. why? It's so funny. Like when you get older, you know, when your parents tell you that this is my, probably my final thought, but like when your parents are telling you not to lie, they're telling you not to lie about things that are actually you're lying about. Like, don't lie about who, like what you have, what you do, what you, you know, just be yourself. Yep. And then you get older and you realize that lying is so much more of like, Yes, it's communication and you're lying that way, but your body language and the way you internalize information, the what the what's actually happening versus what you're trying to make happen, that that whole gray area is like there is a huge like the definition used to be like this small, right? Really really small. And now the definition is just like I don't even have like a formal definition because lying can is is now can be in so many different ways and so many forms and fashions. Wrong, and it's like, damn, like everyone is a liar to a degree. Cause you lie to yourself or you lie to others. Like, but you know, it's like, you gotta, sometimes you don't even, this is my last thought. Sometimes you lie and you don't even think of it as lying. And that's what I like. That's yep. kind of what I'm trying to rein in is when I do something, do I go, oh, is that a form of lying? Or is that a form of self-manipulation? Or is that a form of me trying to preserve something for the, you know, the saving face factor? It's like people-pleasing things. It's like I have to – I really do have to, when I make decisions, kind of run through that because I'm tired of people-pleasing. But I'm also like still an empath. I still feel when other people feel. So I'm just – it's a yep. balance of – you know, I'm not going to lie, but I also have to be true to myself. But then, like, how true can you be? And then it's like, no, no, like, the, my end thing is be 100% you. Tell and communicate exactly how the way you're feeling, no matter how it makes other people feel. There's a nice way to do it. There's a polite way to do it. There's a, a, a productive way to do it. You don't have to, like, throw hands. <laughs> I was about to say, don't be, don't be honest to a fault where yeah. you're just like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, does this make me look fat? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Baby, green is just not your color. Damn. <laughs> God damn, you little gremlin head ass. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you out here looking like a gangbanging Christian. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, old Oscar the Grouch head ass. <laughs> exactly. No, you can be too honest, and there are. That it, it maybe yeah. honesty, like I would rather hang out with someone that's too honest than not honest at all. But yeah, there is a productive way to be honest. And I think when you're thinking about it, if you're ever thinking about how someone else is going to react to it, I think that's a form of lying. Cause then you're, how can I tell this person 
so they don't get upset. That's a form of lying. Just say it. Like you're not saying how you actually truly feel. You're manipulating how you feel and the way you say it so someone else doesn't. Yep. That's the that's the, probably the most adult form of lying. And it's a little bit manipulative, but I think it's a subconscious thing. Like I don't think it's like a malicious yep. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I think it's just kind of like innate in you. And like though you know growing up and like no one ever taught me that or like helped me see that but it's something that I did and now I'm like trying to you know eliminate it from my life but also I'm not I'm a you know I have a heart I'm not going to just be so overly honest it hurts to the degree we can't get back you know like <laughs> it's too much I don't want to be mean it's too much I don't want to be mean you don't have to be mean just you know a good truth bomb's good for you oh lord you ever got your world sh- like rocked by someone telling you the truth um oh my god that's such oh that's a good do you have one do you have like a a truth bomb story trying to think oh man when uh (laughs) i'll uh i'll cap off i've been like low-key telling the story for the last like two weeks three weeks of when i almost got my roommates evicted yeah that they were hiding like they were not, well, yeah, they were fucking hiding fucking chumps. Uh, <laughs> I love them so much. Uh, but they were looking for a new house, or like for just them three, and didn't tell me about it, right? And I like caught wind of it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking say anything about this shit. I understand. I get it, you know. Mm. Um, and then when they finally sat me down and like told me and were like honest with me about, it, I was like, yeah, man, I think you're. Well, you've been going out of control, you know, like, you need to get your shit together, like, this shit ain't right, you know, you're putting us in a bad spot by you being selfish, and I was like, god damn, you're right, like, that needed to happen, that needed to happen, you know? And that's a productive form of honesty, it's like, it hurts to say shit like that, it wasn't easy for them to say it either, you know, like, it's truth, truth bombs, man. Dude, those last, like, those last couple months of... Me and one of my roommates, whoo, boy, you want to talk about fireworks, man. Every little thing, just because of that one big thing, it made everything so much bigger. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying rightfully so. Like, you definitely could have handled some of those things a bit better. But so could I. So could I. But I don't know. That's water on the bridge. I was going to say, luckily, it's a situation you could look back on and it's not currently happening. (laughs) Like, you know. Dude, no lie, man. Like, we didn't talk for like, me and that one roommate, we didn't talk for, like, three months, four months after that. Like, me and my other roommates did. Like, we were, you know, still really good friends. But me and that one guy, like, it took us getting hammered at a bar, like, in a group. And us just being the last two to leave to actually, like, close up that conversation. Just, like, hug and it out. Be bros again. Fix it up. Yeah, exactly. Playing pool. Oh, dude. I think some of the biggest moments of my life have been around playing pool with people. Like, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not dude. lying. I, I'll... <laughs> not even joking. I'm going to say all the stories. It's yeah, wild. you told me. It's like, oh, yeah, then we were playing pool. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. That's like everything. <laughs> dude, it's crazy, man. I met you because of pool. I like, I had closure and a rebutting of a relationship with one of my friends because. <laughs> Pool was just the thing that we were doing while we were talking it out. We didn't have to sit down and stare at each other. No, we had something to kind of, I don't know. It was yeah. wild. It was a good time. Having, having, whoever invented pool, Mr. Billiard, thank yeah. you. Having the like thank entity you. of you're able to focus on something while being able to talk about something. It's like sitting at the park 
and you have a difficult conversation, but both of you are facing the same way and not at each other. Yep. It's like you have like the part yep. to like deviate your attention just enough to where your thoughts can be clear enough to and you don't yep. have that anxiety of like wow they're staring in my soul right now <laughs> like <laughs> you ever have a, like a phone call a phone call with someone and it's a rough phone call so you just start like grabbing sticks or something and just swinging them around the fucking yard while you're talking yep. just to kind of let some sort of distraction come in oh, like yeah. a minute one but just enough of one Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's good Big shit. Big time. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, anyway, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. It was a rousing conversation. Whoop, whoop. I really enjoyed it. Hope y'all did, too. Um, hopefully, Martin will, you know, get his act together and be more truthful because, you know, I don't know who this person is I'm anymore. Trying my, and it's really trying my best, man. You and me both. It's making me rethink things. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I love you, buddy. Um once again, you can follow the podcast um, at Almost Cool Pod. You can follow Marty over there at creation underscore of Martin. If you didn't lie about that, uh, you can follow me. <laughs> I'll put that bit to bed. I'm sorry. No more. No. Uh, you can follow me at Jordan Hooter underscore. Um, hit up the email, almostcoolpod at gmail.com. If you have any questions or topic ideas or, you know, just some cool shit you want to talk, that'd be dope. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. Share with a friend, please. That'd be great. Um, love to get some new homies in the in the community. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. But, yeah. Um, you can catch us next time for some more juicy, juicy topics, topics man <laughs> juicy topics we really need to work on that we man to, yeah we need we to really get do. like the count you know we just need to be like one two three juicy topics you know the topics <laughs> yeah you're not wrong <laughs> so i'm talking oh man thank you everybody have a good rest of your night love you buddy love you too brother <laughs>